Hello everyone, welcome, 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 welcome to another lovely episode of Between the Lines. I remain your host, Ibukun. Last week, last episode was um was international. A lot of people were very quiet because they, their favorite teams did not play. Well, 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 it was delayed gratification. This week, some people got their wish. AY's team, Ole, got sacked. Arsenal lost like like run in today's race. So we have a packed show. And, and um sadly Sergio Aguero retired this week. We have an unbelievably packed show tonight. We're going to be talking about all these things. We're going to touch on the NBA and you know, we have an unbelievable show tonight. Ewai, welcome. Olashagun, welcome. Yeah, um, it's nice to be here as usual. We have a lot to talk about today from uh, the events at, uh, from Old Trafford and, um, you know, Aguero's retirement to, you know, the NBA to, you know, you know how we do, you know, we just analyze the main ones. So. I'm glad to be here, and um, uh, I also welcome Shegun. is back. He missed the week. Uh, uh, bad time, bad bad timing though. But you know, I welcome. Yeah, oh, I should have come. Like, what's up? Yeah, I should have come like the next week. Like, not this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, that's how it. That's how it goes, man. That's how it goes. I've I've been I've uh, I've been on Twitter since morning. Just looking at all these apologists, give all these rubbish excuses, youngest squad, this, that, and the other. We were expected to lose. It makes me sick. It makes me so sick. But it's like, yeah, bruh. Well, anyways, I mean, there was other football. So, yeah, like, nice to be here and I'll talk about it. Okay, okay. So, let's, let's, Olajan, please quickly run through the results, you know, you know, and then we'll stick to the main talking points. Quickly. Yeah, so um, yeah, Leicester. I think the first one of the Premier League weekend was Leicester Chelsea, three three nil uh, Chelsea win. Yeah, they're just marching on, uh, you know, with 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 quietness. You know, they're not they're not going crazy about like the way Liverpool and, and City are. But yeah, they got another W yesterday. Um, the big one obviously was the Watford United game that you know prompted the the Ole sack. Watford won that game four one. And then afterwards, Liverpool won uh, uh, against Arsenal 4-0. So that's what happened in the Premier League on Saturday, on Sunday, uh, which is today. Um, just now, uh, Tottenham, you know, came back from a 1-0 down against Leeds to win that game 2-1. And then before that, uh, City had played against Everton, um, between them 3-0 uh, comfortably. So that was that's pretty much what happened in the Premier League. Uh, in other leagues, uh, Spain, Javi uh, uh, got his first win of the of, of his uh, tenure against Espanyol. You know, one zero win, good win for them. Um, and then uh, just now, this guy Vinicius is, is you know got another goal in his his, his great season in a in a, um, a win for for what's the, what's the name Real Madrid four one win against Granada. Actually, I caught some of the game, and then just before that in uh, in in Italy. Uh, Inter was playing against Napoli, uh, 3-2 Inter win, great game. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was pretty much what happened um, around the world. And, um, yeah, so, so so that's pretty much it. Uh, in Germany, 
Um, I didn't actually catch any German games this 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 week because I was I, I couldn't catch it. But uh, yeah, it was uh, Dortmund won because I think they had lost the week before. I think against Leipzig. So yeah, they they finally won today two one against Stuttgart. Um, and yeah, in France, Messi got his first goal. Finally, in in Ligue 1, at least he got uh he got the 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 goal one of the goals in the in PSG's three one win against Nantes. So uh, yeah, that was a good win for them. And finally, of course, my guys uh, Ajax in the Eredivisie are marching on again, and they they you know they're disposing of everybody in the in the Dutch league, and they won um how much did they win five zero against RKC Valdek. So yeah, that was a <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much what happened in the in in the weekend. Okay, so let's 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 get to what we, what everybody is waiting for. Ay, your team gets sacked. I watched the game yesterday. Watford, as in the intensity was crazy. They put up a classic performance and everything, and I was so impressed with the way Watford played. And then I was disappointed with you know, like they didn't look prepared. Yes, you can give the excuses of you know they are coming from internationals and everything, but Watford played almost like a Man City or something like that. And our boy, Emmanuel Dennis, a Nigerian boy, he was unbelievable. To me, he was the man of the match. I think they gave it to Joshua King. He had a goal and two assists, and he constantly was a pain in, <laughs> you know, <laughs> in that team. They could not live with him, and his movement with um, Joshua King and his Malisa missed the penalty. Retaking, missed it again from Ismail Saar, but it didn't dampen that game. So, and then finally, they just had to let Ole go. And then after letting Ole go, they put a Carrick Fletcher combo till they find an interim manager. So, why did you let him go if it was going to be Carrick and Fletcher? Uh, to, to, to be fair to the board, they didn't, they, I mean, they thought. They probably thought we we're going to be Watford yesterday, and then probably get a result against Villarreal. I mean, we, we've said this many times that the board don't make football decisions; they make decisions based on finance. Because as long as top four is not is not in doubt, they're not they're, they're not going to change the manager. You get me? But after losing to Watford four one. And with one win in seven, I think, you, you have to see there's a pattern already. It shows that the, the manager probably can't turn, turn, things, turn things around. The perfect time to, to get rid of Ole would have been a couple of, a week or two ago before the, the international break. Yeah. So that you have, perhaps, you have a whole week to get a new manager, an interim manager in. But... I mean, better late than never is out now, and Carrick will probably handle the team on 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 Tuesday, I think, and then maybe on Saturday too against against Chelsea, uh, depending on if we can get someone to come in on on an interim basis to just till the end of the season. So I get I get what you're saying that why is Carrick there? Why did they fire fire on the social? Knowing fully well, they had no one lined up, but they just had to fire him because it, it was obvious, it was obvious he couldn't turn things around. Perhaps a new face would get something different from the players. I get that perhaps Carrick is not exactly a new face because he was the assistant to to Ole, 
So definitely had some input and uh, strategy and training and, and, and so on, and substitutions and so on and so forth. But let's see what he's going to come up with, you know. Let's see. I'm not expecting Carrick to, to be in charge, on, you know, on a long-term basis. I know perhaps in a week or two we'll get someone in. Who? I don't know. Maybe it's going to be Laurent Blanc. Maybe it's going to be... I don't think it's going to be Ralph uh, Ragnick because uh, as of February, he was interviewed about, you know, taking interim jobs and he said that's not his thing. More so in, in Sparta, Moscow right now. So I don't know how possible that is, but I think Laurent Blanc could be, personally, I feel a good choice because he's not going to come on a six-month contract. Perhaps they're going to give him six months with an option. But we should not get sucked into that, into what happened with Ole, that you know, eventually he got the job on a you know, full-time basis. I think the moment Blanc comes in, we should start looking at you know, Pochettino or uh, Ten Hag or whoever. But... I get why they have to let him go right now, even though they don't have anyone lined up to replace him. All right. Somebody had said, uh, like, a perfect thing would be to get Ragnik in as an interim. And then uh, by January, I don't know when somebody becomes available, move Ragnik to uh, technical director. And then he walks with the new manager that comes in. And yeah, but what, but what happens to to uh it's Fletcher, Fletcher. Right? Bro. yeah uh, and 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 motor and who motor there's a ten, there's a technical director there motor yeah it was it's not about Fletcher yeah there's motor there Fletcher is uh I don't know is at least Fletcher is below motor but I get I get what you say fired. It could be fun. I mean, was this appointed in, in January or so? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean these, are the, these are the glazers. They don't, you get, mm. they like company men. You get me? So I don't see them firing. Anything can happen, but I, I get what you're saying, though. It's, it makes sense to have Ralph uh, Ragnick in there now. And then maybe in the summer, you make him the director of football and then you bring in another manager. I just don't think that's how the Glazers work. That's that that's that's the problem. All right, all right, okay. So you guys have done that. Let's move to Arsenal. Yeah, I, the thing is, you know, <laughs> I've been talking about this stuff for like three weeks now, guys. People thought I was being negative. I said I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. I'm talking like. All our games, man. All the 10, 12 games that we've played, I've, I promise you, I've been impressed. In thirty minutes of football, and that was thirty minutes against uh, Tottenham, and maybe I don't know 60, 60 minutes against Aston Villa. The rest has been all rubbish, man. I don't. I'm not doing it. To, I'm not being. Uh, I'm not doing it to the service when I say it's rubbish. Chances, chances created. Uh, were fourteen. Oh, no, were fourteen with goals scored, and were nineteenth in the league in uh, open play goals. This is horrible stuff. But like even talking about the game yesterday, like. Just the the atmosphere surrounding this, you know, we're we're now eleven zero against City, Chelsea, and Liverpool. You know, the the first two uh, City and Chelsea was um oh this is not the team that Atleta wants this that and the other. Now it's the team that Atleta wants. It's Atleta's team. Like all he's it's all his signings in there. It's Ben White, it's Tommy Yasu, it's Tavares, it's uh, Ramsdale, it's Lokonga. All five of them, 
and it's still okay now we're a young team. I'm like, this is this this doesn't make sense. We did not do any single thing like in the game that this is okay, this is the plan to to uh stifle uh uh Liverpool's attack. In like uh, in the second half, there were like a couple times whereby Lukonga lost the ball and it's like okay, cool. Lukonga is losing the ball in the midfield because he's a he's a young guy. That's fine, that's okay. Take him out of the firing line. Try and stop taking push push uh, Liverpool or not not necessarily push them back, but at least try and win the ball up the field. Whereby it's not Lukonga trying to build up with Salah, Firmino, Mane, all these guys pressing him. He's now just it's uh it's ASR, it's uh Saka, it's Aubameyang, it's Lacazette pressing these guys from the front and they're winning the ball and then you attack uh, on a on a on a on a counter attack kind of thing. But everything was just you know there was there was no there was no plan. It was just. It was just a, it was just a nothing performance, and this is what I've seen from this Atleta guy from the longest one. I was not impressed then. I'm not impressed now, and this, I think the worst thing that epitomizes like how bad this this whole team is is this guy Tomiyasu. Not Tomiyasu as a player. I think Tomiyasu as a player is a good player. I think he's, he's solid. Is whatever, but like I I feel from last week from from whenever to now I don't get why they bought this Tomiyasu guy. Like why buy a right back? That is not a right back. He's a centre back that can play right back, and then it just like shows that your whole attack is going to be from the left, and then everything is just from that side. And it, for me, it's it's the whole structure of the team and the whole like setup and the layout and the way we attack or, or lack of attack is just representative of 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 the shortcomings of Arteta. And this guy is not good, man. He's not a good manager at all. I'm not. I'm not. He hasn't fooled me by this recent run. And they need to do what United have done and get rid of him and get into hand before that guy goes to United, in my opinion. Okay, okay. Uh, let me just let me just mention um let me just mention one or two things of on the game that I, first of all when I saw the lineup, the first player I looked out for was Obama and is he starting? Yes, I said no. No, that's so wrong. I th- I thought with this Liverpool team you need to stifle that midfield so that they, you don't you don't give um Fabinho and Thiago, the time on the ball for him to to be flanking it to uh, Arnold, especially, you know, and then the strikers that they have. That was my own theory. If they had played three in the midfield, that's um, um, Lokonga and um, Lokonga and um, what's his name? Party Midland now. And maybe Midland now. I think that it would have brought a bit of athleticism, more athleticism into that midfield, and. They, there will be a game and not just isolate those two to you know for them to <clears throat> isolate those two against the um the midfield of of um of liverpool who can now just sit down and be giving balls pinging balls to um arnold you know and uh, what's the name of the, the greek left back chiminka or something and that was that, yes that was the mistake he made last um yesterday i thought that Metinaus deserve to come into this game, and then secondly, um, Lacazette knows how how to hold up play way better. If Aubameyang is not scoring in a game, he really does nothing much. If he's not scoring, so I was thinking that this game was designed like I like I I think I mentioned the particular episode when Arsenal played against Brighton. Until Lacazette came into that game, before Arsenal could get a hold of the ball, when they when they launched the ball forward to their centre forward, because Aubameyang couldn't hold the ball, 
Lacazette came and he could hold the ball. So I thought that was the first mistake. And then bringing Aubameyang later, maybe when the game is balanced, maybe it's 1-1, 2-1 or something, because they will create chances. That athletic, the athleticism from, from the midfield would open up spaces. That was my own train of thought. Of course, they lost handsomely. They didn't do anything in the attack. And that didn't do anything. That, 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 that's exactly what I, that, that my thinking is like. You know, you, you guys have this, 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 uh, this, this. Uh, you have uh, Thiago, Fabinho, and uh, the, the other uh, uh, Oxley Chamberlain. Like, don't give them time on the ball. Stifle them. Like, we we yes. saw we saw what Brighton did against them when they drew two two. We saw what West Ham did against them when they did. When, when but they to be did. fair, they didn't have Thiago. To be fair, they didn't have Thiago and this. You know, those guys are. You know, they are. They changed their midfield absolutely. Right. This is Party. Party is a quality player. Midland now is a maybe not a quality player, but he has you know good level of athleticism. I don't know what yeah, uh, the tenka athletic level is, but he looks like he's an athletic player. Like stifle them, let them not breathe. But it was just the other way around. You just let them have all the time on the ball, and then you're not trying to build out from the back where they are the ones that are going to put pressure on you instead of you putting pressure on them and not letting them like build up. It's I don't know, man. That guy is he's, he's insane. Actually, he's insane. I can't lie. And, and and another thing, sorry, Ay, sorry, Ay. Another thing I notice about Premier League coaches is their, yeah. I think they, they, this is why Tuku looks to me better than all of them in so many ways. They don't know how to make in-game changes. You know, a game is getting away from you in the first 10, 15, 20 minutes. One of the reasons why I like this area sharply, whether is whether is a from you know tactical change of the bench or a formation change but Syria guys are very you know the Italian coaches are very they are very proactive and not reactive and waiting for 60 minutes or so before they make a change it's just absolutely pathetic what they did so let's know, move on to yeah hmm? yeah no, okay, no. Just, just, just make your last one. Your, your, no, I mean, no, no, no. I mean, my last point was just. I, I think like the, 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 the conversation about this was very, very disingenuous. In that people were talking about uh, in the first forty minutes after I was in the game, they were in the game. It should have been two in the first before Mane even got his goal because Ramsey had already had to make a couple saves. So yeah, I don't. It should have been more handsome than that, and. Uh, I, I don't know why this guy is getting as much leeway as he is. He should be lambasted for the horrible performance that he put up. That's my thing. Okay, right, let's move on to let's move on to La Liga. Some people, Vinny, Vinny keeps on scoring. Very important. In fact, his goal and then Modric, con- Modric continues to show his class in that middle. And that was he just was amazing. Around that midfield today it was beautiful even the assist you know under pressure these guys are cool calm they know what they are doing it was a great performance again for Real Madrid limited scoring anyway what's up yeah yeah it was I mean it was great I saw I saw the game till about 80 minutes and um control really a 4-1 win at the end of the day not not too surprising considering the opposition. And about Modric, there's a there's a new contract on the table, a new one year extension. <laughs> <laughs> I think he deserves it. it. 
yeah, as long as it's not getting big money and it's just a year, so you can easily, you know, cut it off, cut your losses off maybe after six months. Which, or something. Yeah. which loss? He's paid back all their debts. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, I'm, I'm just saying, I mean, it's not, it's not a huge investment. If you're giving someone a new contract, not a new one-year contract, it's not a huge investment. It's not like that. And obviously, I don't think his salary is going to be that high. So it's a good, it's a good deal. He still has the legs, obviously. So yeah, we have it well. They're back on top of the league, and uh, like I, like I predicted, that I, I think, I think they're gonna win the whole thing. So yeah, Atletico wins two nil. Um, Betis was leading three nil as at the time of this recording. Um, Javi wins his first game. Against the Spaniel, one nil penalty from Depe. Any any thoughts? Um, I didn't catch the game, but uh, um, apparently there's the 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 general like thing was that what he looks like he's trying to do is like the whole tiki taka thing from that year, and uh, I don't know. I mean, it remains to be seen, of course, like how how successful that's going to be. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I, I think they were going to win. Like it was a, it was you know it was a good game for them. But I mean, like it's not about this game. It's about like how he's he's going to set up for the long run. And uh, yeah, that remains to be seen. Of course. Okay. All right. Syria, Fiorentina wins four three against AC Milan. Vlahovic scores a couple of goals. It was just unplayable again. Olajuwon, you guys need to cash, chase, beg him, speak to his family. Whatever you need to do, you need to get that guy into that into your squad. He's not gonna get. He's not gonna join us now. Let's forget about it. No, no me. I'm just talking to. I'm talking to the young man that is an Arsenal fan over here. <laughs> and I'm sure if some people in my you. I'm sure you guys too will be interested in someone like that. I, I don't think we are, but I, we don't need him to be too. And um, considering the the teams mentioned, you know, that are interested in him, we're talking about City, we're talking about Barcelona, we're talking about Juventus. I, I don't see why it would, it, it would join United or Arsenal, teams that are not guaranteed Champions League football next season. So I mean, though it's all about money, perhaps if they offer him a lot of money, but I don't. I think I don't think I don't think either team has anything to. That maybe the likes of PSG, uh, Real, Man City couldn't offer him. So I, I personally, I think he went up at PSG to, the, or maybe Man City or something. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, playing time. That's what this team's up to. Uh, Arsenal has so far him at the very least playing time because he knows that Aubameyang and Lacazette are gone, and he's going to be the number one. For the rest of the teams, he's not too sure of that. No, not at PSG, not at Man City, of course, not at uh, at Madrid. He knows like as Arsenal is going to be uh, the number one. Uh, but I mean, there's no. I I get you. He's going to get playing time, but these days players want silverware and <laughs> they want money. So, yeah, he has playing time at Fiorentina, doesn't he? So, if he's living for <laughs> exactly, living for Fiorentina, he wants 
perhaps trophies and more money. You know, he wants a bigger platform. He wants more money. But this is in Arsenal are not in, are not in Europe. Fiorentina are not in Europe. So they are par at the moment. So why would he... I mean, I, I get what you're saying. I mean, I see your point, but... Arsenal plays a lot, though. Arsenal is like one of the highest players in, in the league. I get you, but Arsenal are not going to outpay PSG. Yeah. You get me? Uh-huh. So, and at PSG, which Messi is getting old, they don't even have a nine. Even Mbappe, they don't have a nine-nine. The only nine there is um, the Argentine. Icardi, yeah. So, so, I mean, you can, you can, you can see he's got, he's got a, a fair chance. And you earn money by the side and you definitely win the French League and maybe French Copa, a couple of trophies here and there. So, Anything, look, anything can happen. It's football. But I think chances of Arsenal getting him ahead of those teams are kind of, kind of low. All right. So um, let's, let's talk about one of the great strikers of our generation. Man, after having this his heart uh, condition that, you know, I'm going to read out some of his stuff, um, some of, you know, like a eulogy about him, began his career in Independence 2003, was the youngest player to start at the Argentine Premier Division at 15 years and 35 days. You know, he, he moved to Atletico at, for 23 million. He won the Ballon, Dom Ballon. He won the Golden Boy. He was World Soccer Young Player of the Year. He won the Europa League. He won the Super Cup while in Madrid. And then in 2011, he moves to Man City for around 35 million, wins five league league titles, including that famous one, scores 184 goals in this competition. Most Premier League goals scored by the single club in the Premier League holding boots. Was in the PFA team of the year twice, which is just why twice. He should have been there about seven, eight times. He holds the record for the most Premier League hat-tricks, 12. He won six EFL Cups, next Cup, got to the finals of the Champions League. And then for his country, won for under-21, found the 20 World Cups. 2005 and 2007, he won the gold in 20, 2008 Olympics. He's the third highest goal scorer all in um, Argentina. He has won over 100 caps. He represented the team, the senior team, at three World Cups 2010, 2014, five Copa Americas 2011, 15, 2016, 2019, 2021, and he won the Copa America in 2021. What a talent. He scored, scored almost 14 goals short of 400 for his career. So he's an Unbelievable talent. For when he came to the Premier League, I was, I remember, a couple of years prior to that time, he prior to the time he moved to, um, um, Atletico, um, Rafael Benitez was shouting, singing his praises when he was still in Argentina that this kid must come to, um, Liverpool. It didn't happen, but. When he came to the Premier League, I didn't know he was he could play as an out and out striker because he was playing like an SS, almost like the way this guy plays Griezmann. You know, they don't play almost like a false nine, that kind of thing, supporting striker. He was supporting Diego Forlan and all those things. 
but he came into the Premier League and he was wow, wow, what a player. I just feel very sorry to for us to lose him in terms of the game. He's not dead. He's retiring on this kind of incident. You guys, your thoughts on Aguero? Um, uh, yeah, um, probably City's greatest player in the last decade. Um, well, it's sad that he's hanging up his boots in this manner, but I think he has had a you know a great career anyway. He won Olympic gold. He won the Youth World Cup. Won the Premier League, FA Cup, uh, League Cup. He won Copa America. Yeah, so I think he has achieved a lot, regardless of what what you know. The, I mean, this is not the end we all envisioned for him. But uh, let's 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 be glad he's alive. It's not like he slumped on the pitch. And uh, you know, I wish him well, him and his family. He could should try and get his UFA coaching license, badges, and everything. He could still be in football if he wants to. Either as a pundit or a coach or as a scout. And if he prefers family life, he's achieved enough. So it's sad though, but um, I mean, he, I mean, I I would go because he has achieved so much. And it didn't. It's not like he, he slumped on the pitch or something. So, yeah, he's gonna be missed. Yeah, surely. So, one minute. Yeah, I mean, like same, man. Same, like, bro, good player, man. Good player. <laughs> you know, I say like good player, like <laughs> kind of a jokey thing, but that that it was quality, man. Like that guy against everybody, like bro, Chelsea, United, Arsenal, Liverpool. Everybody was getting. Yesterday from him, man, it was yeah, it was crazy, man. It was crazy to watch, and uh, I mean, it's you, kind of sad for him that he didn't get like the Champions League because that would have been like, you know, a real like uh, stamp on his uh, on his passports kind of thing. But I mean, like <clears throat> what he did in Premier League and just against everybody and like the goals, the kind of goals that he scored, where was the same, man. But I, I, I guess like for him, it's not. Uh, He's not ending by like 27 in, in the peak of his power or something. I mean, he was getting older anyway, so 33. Like, that, but that, you know, if you want to look at in quotes on positives, I guess that's like a positive you can take from it. Like, he was older anyway. But uh, I mean, it's just, still be nice to see him a little bit at, at Barcelona. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's the way it goes. And uh, yeah, just hopefully he, he gets like. The, the 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 heart condition like um uh you know resolved and then he goes back into whatever he wishes to do for the rest of his life. All right, all right. Yeah. Um, but, well, with that, we come to the end of the football segment. Lashengun, you've been you've been good for us today. Um, thank you. Yep. All right. That's out. So, all right, all right, all right. So, Ay, what's up? The NBA, what's going on there? Steph Curry oh, well. just unbelievably. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, <laughs> if, if we had to pick, if we had to pick the MVP today, right now, it would unanimously be Steph Curry. Uh, especially after what the Warriors did to the Nets. I mean, that was the game of you know the battle of the two MVPs, you know, um, Curry and. Uh, Durant and uh, Curry won that, you know. So 
I mean, he's a great player. I mean, I mean, he's a great player. He he allows his team to, and he's lucky because I won't say he's lucky. I mean, he he worked to get where he is, and he's got fantastic teammates. When you have teammates like uh, Igudala and Jamal uh, Green. Green, they're, they're not shooters, but they're, they're, they've got great IQ. They, they know how to start the offense quickly. They can pass. And that's, that's wonderful. You know? And they can defend. So, and all this, I mean, the Warriors are the number one in the league right now. All this without Clay. I mean, Clay has been clear to start one on one training contacts and all. And he's expected to you know, start his first game around the Christmas period. So this time next month we could be talking about clay hmm. on court, yeah. and that is just clay is even eighty percent the the player I used to be. Then, then, then the Warriors will be favorites, especially with um, uh, Kyrie Irving unable to play. So, yeah. Yeah. okay. Um, I, I, well. Well, um, <laughs> Steph Curry has been unplayable. That's in fact when I saw where he he's he's doing 29, 29 and a half points per game. Um, a couple of days ago, he he scored his um, ninth, his uh, fifth ninth three pointer, um, ninth made threes in a particular game, just this season alone. And then when you look at what he he has done, thirty seven games where he has scored nine. Three points, three pointers, and he, pointers, he yeah. has more than the last, the next three combined. In <laughs> you understand? It's just ridiculous. Yeah. He's by far the greatest shooter mankind has ever seen. He and one thing I like about him is the same thing I, I, I've grown to like about Yanis. They know their strengths and they are playing to their strengths. He knows he's not going to bang in the paint. He knows he's not going to, you know, be a distributor. So what he does is he his conditioning is the same. He runs around, runs around, runs around, runs around, shoots his threes, and so when you foul him either way, and he can get to the he can get to the paint because he has deadly handles. So he's such a complete offensive weapon. <laughs> and Steve Kerr is just he's he's just enjoying himself as well. Draymond Green has even picked up his offense, which is surprising. In the last couple of seasons, he's been nothing. But he's picked up his offense, so let's see how he goes for the, for this for this team. Like my Lakers, they have been well, terrible. Yourself, uh, so so. So uh, talk about both teams quickly. Uh well, I mean the Celtic. Uh, I think with the Lakers and OKC back to back, so I guess nine nine now, getting better, but. Like I said, I mean, if you look at how the Celtics are assembled, I mean, they're probably going to finish seven to eight, and then get you know some team in the in the, the first round to wipe the floor with us. Because if you look at who's top in the East now, is the Bulls, and then uh, I think Nets and Washington. So if we finish eight, we're going to play the Bulls. The Bulls will wipe the floor with us right now. So I see a four-one. Yeah, I see four-one. If we meet the Nets, perhaps another four-one or even four-nil. So, yeah, yeah. So I don't expect much anyway. But at least it's not we're not we're not getting embarrassed anymore. So I think that's 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 a 
the silver lining. Uh, for the Lakers, well, they'll say it's because Le- LeBron is not available or has not been available, but I mean, we've been saying this for for months now. The move to get Ross, I don't see the sense in it. I mean, if you turn on your, your, your 2K right now and you play the NBA, you if you put Ross, uh, AD, LeBron, the exact team, if you let them play, you're still going to see these same problems. So it's just, even Ray Charles would have spotted this. <laughs> <laughs> we knew it was going to happen. And then when you see how when you see how well the, 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 the players they let go of to assemble the current roster, you have to be disappointed because Caruso is doing well on the Bulls. The Bulls are second in the sorry, the, the, the first in the East. Uh, KCP, Kuzma, Arel, they're doing well at Washington. Washington are third in the East. Uh, who else? Um, uh, Julius Randle doing well uh, at New York. I think New York are fifth or fourth in the in the East. So all these guys that you let go of to assemble the current roster are doing well. So I mean, yeah, of course they lost some players to to to, to get AD. So I won't I won't focus on Ingram and and so on. But they didn't have to lose Caruso. You know, if they had kept, if they had kept KCP, if they had kept Arel, if they had kept Kuzma, I don't think they'll be in worse shape right now. They'll probably be better off because the team will be more balanced. But they went for glam. They went for a player that's just going to pile the stats. So, I mean, they're going to live and, and die by their trade. So, even if somehow they pick up and they start playing well, the Lakers will probably finish, you know, six, seven. LeBron James and AD are good enough to drag them into probably the, the, you know, the second round or even the finals. Depending on the, the fitness of uh, Moria on, on Denver, on the Nuggets, and um, Kawhi on the Clippers. If those guys are not fit, if those guys are not fit, then you can say AD and LeBron would drag the Lakers as far as they can, till they meet probably the Phoenix Suns or till they meet the Warriors who are just going to embarrass them. So, I mean, it, they go, it's going to be like under, like the way my United were under the social. They're just going to get enough results to get somewhere close to perhaps the final or the final itself. And then they're going to get embarrassed. That's how it's going to be. I mean, it's inevitable. So, I, I don't see them winning a ring unless, you know, every other team has, you know, serious injury issues. So, yeah. All right. All right. Let's, yeah. let's, let's, let's move to... Was it yesterday or today that uh, um, um, Luke Walton got sacked? That was today. It was today. Uh, about, about three hours ago, I think. All right. I'm just reading... I'm just reading right from my notes here. He posted three um two thirty-one forty-one um records in his first two seasons at Sacramento. He had lost his last seven of he had lost seven of his last eight games and they had to let him go. The time he won twenty something games in, in, in the Warriors, 
Is he a very good coach? Uh, he's definitely not a very good coach. I think he's quite average, but I don't think he's as bad as his record his record shows. I mean, I, like like we could rightly say, when he coached the Warriors, they did remarkably well. So you know that if he has the right team, he will do well. But then the the Warriors was you know the way start roster anyway. So any any decent manager would have done well. Any decent coach would have done well. Uh, the problem at, at Sacramento, they're, they're beyond him as a person. It's more about the kind of players they draft. It's more about the attitude of the players they draft. It's more about the culture there. Yeah, so I, I, I won't 100% blame him. But he's a limited manager. He's a streaky manager. At times you struggle. To, sorry, I keep mixing coach and manager. I'm sorry about that. He's a streaky coach. He makes lots of mistakes. At times, we struggle to see what the passing of play is. Uh, but I think it's because of the the way the Kings are. The culture there is just horrible. And they're exactly where they should be. I mean, they don't have a strong roster anyway. Roster anyway. So, I mean, all well and good. They, they can blame it all on, on Luke. But whoever is taking over now, I think it's going to be, um, what's his name? Um, Avin, Avin Gen. Gentry. Yeah, Gentry, yeah. I like that. Uh, I like that higher. Although they are saying it's an interim, I like that higher. Uh, I, mean, I, I don't think Gentry is that good. I think Gentry is more of a, a man, a man manager kind of person. He's someone that knows how to talk to the players. He's got, he's got, he's got this avuncular charm. It's someone you see and like, oh, that's my uncle, and he has that charm and all that, but. Tactical, tactical wise, I'm not too enthused. They, they're not gonna get better under under Alvin. They're not gonna get better even if they had Kerr. So, I mean, if it's an opportunity to get a couple of good wins and perhaps move up a bit, but why would why would Sacramento get good results? I think it makes sense for them to tank and see how you. Have, then they shouldn't have sacked him if. Tanking was the aim. They shouldn't have sacked uh, the quality. Uh, he, will guarantee, he will guarantee them those kind of tanking results. No, no. The, the, the thing is, Walton has tanked for like two, three seasons now. So he's probably tired of tanking anyway. So, so uh, you can. I don't know. I don't know. He was losing. <laughs> they, 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 didn't, they didn't come into the season with a, with a plan to tank. Definitely. They probably felt, you know, they could get closer to the playoffs. Maybe not make the playoffs, but at least a bit closer. And it hasn't worked, but it makes it to make sense to tank. It's just I don't know how much they could tank because there are horrible teams in the West. Houston is horrible. Um, there's another team that is just absolute bonkers. Yeah, um, OKC is also horrible. So <laughs> the, the, the Kings are, are better than those two sides. So. I don't know how far the tanking would help them, but it's uh, it's time to let him go. I don't I don't see how things are going to be- get better under him. The, the the mistake was you know, drafting Baji the other uh, two years ago. So and since then they, they they've been suffering for it. All right, all right, all right. Oh, anyways, um, so we've covered these guys. We've spoken about how great Steph Curry is. We've talked about Luke Walton. We've talked about the struggles of Lakers, which 
I didn't want to admit, but from the beginning you were saying it. He got, you know, Westbrook. He shouldn't be there. Is it? Is not good enough? One thing, one thing. Let's let's go to, to me, arguably the greatest race car <laughs> driver I've ever seen, Lewis Hamilton. How he keeps snatching victory from the jaws of defeat. Right now, his mentality. Yes, he has the best in the game, but his mentality is insane. This guy has put up a run, but he might lose. He might just lose it. Best of it. He's a young driver, but he might just lose it. Hamilton has been there, done it. He wins again today in the F1 Qatar you know, Grand Prix. Talk. Um, well, I mean, I think we all expected him to win. I mean, it was in poor position. And 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 Verstappen got uh, five grid penalty. So yeah. I think so. I mean, even before I mean, even before the race started, probably thought Hamilton was going to win. It was more about what Verstappen could do. You know, he had to finish second, and he had to get the extra points as uh, the driver with the fastest um, lap, which he which he which he achieved. He got he got the fastest lap and he got an extra point. So. Verstappen got the best he could get from this race. We have to give him that. And Hamilton also got, I mean, he won the race. So it's down to the wire. We have two more races. So let's see how it goes. Uh, uh, and Max. Saudi Arabia, and, right? one yeah, the next, one the, the next one is at Saudi Arabia. Uh, when is that race, please? In two weeks, in two weeks. Okay, okay. Then yeah. was the final race is at where? Uh, I would have to check that. I can't remember. I have to check that. But I'm a Max. I'm a Max supporter, so I want Max to win. <laughs> and yeah, I, I do. I'm, I'm going to be factual. I, I want Max to win. I, I have to admit, Hamilton is a, is a great rider. He's the best rider of this generation. But he also has the best car. So I, I would like Max to break that jinx. I want Hamilton to be the, you'll probably be the best driver ever. I just don't want him to win this season. I want Max to win, you know, maybe next season, maybe Hamilton could win it again. I want Max to win this year. All right, all right. Well, well, I, I'm, I've been impressed with the way Hamilton, Hamilton has, you know, especially that last week, it was just, it was annoying, man. I was like, okay, this is, now we're getting into the you know greatest riders ever territory conversations now, because that was just crazy ridiculous. Well, um, anyway, we've come to the end of between the lines with IBK. You've been an amazing guest again, once again. Um, your last, your your your, your last comment. Uh, so the, the last race is going to be at Abu Dhabi. Yeah, I have to check that. So, um, final comments. Uh, well, I mean, it's been a wonderful week. Um, uh, Oli has been sacked, like we all, <laughs> <laughs> like we, like we anticipated. Perhaps we didn't, we didn't know what's going to happen this week. We thought I was going to have maybe a couple of weeks down the line, but I'm glad it happened now. We can move on. Uh, Arsenal got thumped. They've been they've been acting like oh yeah we're back we're back but now they're back where they should be, uh, so I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough race for the, the fourth position probably gonna be between United Spurs West Ham and Arsenal, 
uh, I hope we make it. Uh, so uh, that's for football. Basketball is getting hot. It's getting hotter and hotter. I mean, you know, the Nets, the Warriors, uh, the Bulls, and the Lakers are floundering. I mean, it's getting, it's getting heated, you know. So Formula 1, we've got two races to go. Uh, and so, I mean, American football, everything is going well right now. So it's just it's fun coming here every week to talk about this stuff. I mean, it's it's uh, it's, it's a privilege. It's um, I'm I'm glad to have this opportunity. So, uh, you know, thank you. Uh, it's been a nice weekend once again. Uh, hopefully, we'll be back next week with uh, yeah more news, more stuff to talk about. All right. Um. So we we come to the end of this episode. This is between the lines with Ibukun, Ay, and Olashagun were were guests this particular episode. And we were able to cover a lot of things. Please don't forget to check us on all all podcast platforms, Spotify and others, Google Podcasts and all podcast platforms. This is Between the Lines. Thank you very much and good night. God bless you all. Bye. <laughs>